This is the first year. Let's let's see what we can do here. Okay, first let's start with a little bit of background. Uh, number one, a cotton is not yet a bardas. So a cotton is a boy under the age of 13, girl under the age of 12. Now really, midiraisa, for a cotton to become a gadol, there are two things required. Shonim and simonim. Has to have years, has to be, let's say, for a boy, 13 years of age. But he also has to bring two pubic hairs as the second sign of being a gadol is uh, is simonim. And midiraisa, um if a boy is 13 years of age but doesn't have simonim, he's not deraisa a gadol. This doesn't make much difference for our needs now, but you should know, when it comes to being motzi, real deraisas, even though rabbinically we assume once he gets to shonim, it's a chazaka, once he gets to shonim, we assume he has simonim, but that's only on rabbinic issues, on deraisa issues, we don't use that. And so, for instance, sometimes you have questions like this. Let's say, Rahman you have a situation where the father dies and the mother's making kiddish and suddenly the boy's bar mitzvah. So he's gonna make uh, he's gonna make kiddish now. Here's the problem. The mother's obligated Midaraisa. The boy at this point, very nice, he's 13, but he might not be a guttle. And in fact, and he probably isn't a guttle. And even though again, many times we rely on the Chazaka that once he's 13, he probably brought Simonim, very often it's not true. And therefore, most of the time, it's recommended that he does not make Kiddush for his mother in that case, because she won't be Yotze, because he's a cotton, she's a gadol. All right, not really our sugi, but anyway, the point is, a cotton is not yet a bardas. That means his decisions are not yet full. He doesn't have the full capacity to understand both the obligations, the ramifications, the results. So therefore, he's not held responsible for his actions and his decisions. For our purposes, the two main nafkaminas there. And the more his kinyonim are not effective, both for buying and selling. We'll see. There might be a difference. I don't know if we'll get involved in it, but there might be a difference between um, a cotton acquiring. If a gadol maybe could sell, that's a machlok that's shown. But it's certainly for a cotton to sell to someone else, it doesn't work. And he's not obligated to mitzvahs. Now, one of the things we're going to find out in our sugi is something very, very eye-opening, and that is everyone agrees that a cotton is not chayev and mitzvahs daraisa. But there's also a machlokas rishonim, whether he's even chayiv medarabanan. In other words, there are many rishonim who hold that since he's not a bardas, he's not chayiv mitzvahs, not the rice, and not the rabbanan, period, nothing. Okay, but again, that will get involved in it a little later. Much more pertinent to our discussion is going to be the mitzvah of chinuch. There is a mitzvah drabanan of chinuch. Medaraisa, again, the cotton is absolutely not chayiv in any mitzvahs, but there is a mitzvah drabanan. It's learned out from the Pasuk of Mishlech, Pidarko. We'll see what Chinuch means, but the, the, the lad, according to his ways, so that even when he gets older, he will not leave that path. This is the basic source for the Mitzvah de Rabbanim, but again, it's strictly a rabbinic, rabbinic obligation to be Machanech, a child. Now, the, our sugir may, primarily is going to deal with two issues. What is Chinuch? But this is the minor issue. The bigger issue that we're really going to deal with is who is obligated. Okay, there is this mitzvah called chinuch. Who is it upon? Meaning somebody is supposed to be mechanech this child. Is it everyone is responsible to mechanech him? Meaning every every Jew has a responsibility for another Jew. So everyone, every Jew is responsible to mechanech this cotton. Or is it only the father and mother are responsible to mechanech this cotton? Or is it only the father? And this really is the main issue that we're going to be dealing with in our sugya 
as to who is it who actually has the obligation of chinuch on the child. Is Rebbe including Bezdin in the, in the, under everyone when we say if it's Bezdin's responsibility? So according to most Rishonim, when we use the expression Bezdin, it means that's just an expression of everyone. I mean, it's Bezdin's responsibility, but everyone is responsible. So for instance, if I see a Jew being Mechal Shabbos, I'm not Bezdin, but I'm absolutely responsible to do whatever I can to prevent that, to help him, you know, not, not do it. First of all, I have mitzvah tocher tocher I have a straight up obligation to help my fellow Jew by by teaching him, helping him. The word rebuke is is a poor translation of it, but that's ocher tocher. In addition to that, I have an achrayas al arevus. So one certainly there definitely there is a position to say that who's obligated in chinuch of a child, everyone. And again, often we use the word based in, but it doesn't mean, according to many Rishon, it doesn't mean based in, it means everyone, everyone. Um, or it could be no. Everyone's not responsible. It's only the father and mother, or it's the father only. And again, we'll see, these, these are going to be the shitas, and this is really where the action is going to start. Okay, so let us begin with the following. What is Chinuch? So um, if you go to Torah Masora, you'll find what Chinuch is, but we're going to get a very strict definition here. Avram heard that his brother was captured. So basically, Lot is the four kings uh, fight against the five kings, and they're victorious, and they capture Sodom. And when they capture Sodom, Lot is in stone, and Lot is captured. Avram hears that his brother is captured, that Lot is captured. He prepared his Chanichav. Now, from the Pasuk, we don't know what Chanichav means, but this the shortage of this is Chinuch, Chanichav. Avram prepared, or he took, or Vayarek, he sent out Chanichav, his his Mechunuchs, the ones who were Chinuch, Yilde Beis, the ones who were born in his house, Shmona Asar, Ushloshmiot, 318, Vayir and he chased the kings up until Dan. Okay, now Rashi helps us understand what is this thing called Chanichav. Chanichav Kri, whatever it's 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 written differently than it's pronounced. Ze Eliezer, this is referred to as the Eliezer. Shechin Chol Mitzvus, he was Machanichem. Avram was Machanichem Mitzvus. Buloshan Haschalas Kenisas Adam. It means it's the beginning and the putting in the starting of the person. Okli Leomnis Shuasi Lamabo. It's the beginning of the you'd call it the introduction. The beginning of bringing the person in, or the kli leumnus, the meaning whether it's a person or a kli, you're introducing it, you're putting it on the path. So to and the expression chanuklanar chanukasam is beach, all from the same words. It's preparing the path for the future. It's preparing, um, and it's really what chinuch is: is preparing this child for the future, preparing him on his path. Preparing the when you when you chanukah to mizbeach is preparing the mizbeach to be used chinuch of a child's preparing him for the mitzvahs that are, he is going to be engaged in. So that's the basic concept of chinuch, preparing him for the future, showing him the ways and being machanichim, introducing him to it, putting him on the path. All right, so far so good. Everyone good so far? Good. Okay, so let's do very quickly before we start a sugi. Let's start just a quick mishnah. Mishnah tells us, This is the first halacha in sukkah that deals with a cotton, a cotton who doesn't need his mother, is obligated in sukkah. Now, we're not really told who's obligated here, 
but someone's obligated. I guess he, I don't know, it's hard, very hard from this mission. No. Rashi says, <laughs> we say later on, on Daf Chavches, we explain that a cotton who doesn't need his mother, please put your unless you want to speak, put on mute for you, okay. Um, they obligated to prepare the cotton to, to get him accustomed to mitzvah, shul that he's ready for, in order for him to be prepared and ready for mitzvahs. Okay, this has all been an introduction, and now we're ready to start the sugya. Everyone ready? Here we go. So let's start with our Mishnah. Our Mishnah told us four halachas. Sukkah she psula, a sukkah that's more than 20 amas tall is puzzle. If you the machshir, if you says no, it can be more than 20 amas tall. If it's not 10 tvachim tall, it's puzzle. If it doesn't have three defanos, vishachamta rum mitzilta psula. Anyone know what these words mean? Shechamta? No, don't, don't, don't get me started. Okay, but point is, what our Mishnah tells us very clearly is the first halacha that we're dealing with is a sukkah that's more than 20 amas tall is puzzle, and Rebihuda is machshir. Okay, may say. Now, later on in the Gemara, and Davbeiz and Mabez, is an entire discussion about different types of sukkahs and different situations. But along the way, over there, they ask a may say. There's a question that's asked there. Sukkah, Shigavolamal, Mamapsula. The Mishnah taught us that. I'm sorry, this is actually a Bryce of the recording here. We said a sukkah that's more than 20 amas tall is puzzle. Rabbi Huda Machshir, Arbaim Vachamishim Amma. Rabbi Huda's Machshir, Rabbi Huda said it's kosher up until 40 and 50 amas. Now, Rabbi Huda then brought a raya to his position. And this is the Bryce where Rabbi Huda proves it to the Rabbanan. Basically, this is a discussion between Rabbi Huda and the Rabbanan as to whether a sukkah has to be less than 20 amas tall or it can be even 40 or 50. There was a Maisa that happened with Heloni, who was from the base Chashmanoi. She was a queen in, in the Jewish nation, and she was sitting, living in Lod. Her sukkah was more than 20 amas tall. The Kenim came in and out. They came in to visit her. She was the queen, and they didn't say anything. So it says Rabbi Huda, you see from here, obviously the sukkah that's more than 20 amas tall is kosher. Because look, Heloni Amalka was sitting in a sukkah more than 20 amas tall. The chamim were in and out, in and out. They didn't say anything. Obviously the chamim hold that even though sukkah is more than 20 amas tall, it's kosher. Says Rabbi Huda, you see, I'm right, you're wrong. Okay, that's Rabbi Huda's raya. Enter the Gemara. Amru lo, the Rabbanan say, Misham raya. <laughs> you have a raya from there. Isha haisa. She's a woman who put her in a sukkah. She's put them in a sukkah. Of course, the Rabbanan didn't say anything because she's not obligated in the mitzvah sukkah. So she wasn't Yotze sukkah. A sukkah 120 amas tall is puzzle. And she wasn't Yotze in the mitzvah. But the reason why the Chum didn't say anything is because she's a woman and a woman's put in a sukkah. Why should they say anything? She's put her. Okay. So therefore, the Rabbanan say, you have no raya. Amalahen, Rabbi Huda said back, didn't she have seven children? Seven boys, the ode, furthermore, everything she did was of Pichachamim. And basically, Rebuta is saying, You think because she's a woman, she's Patam in a sukkah, you're right, but she had seven sons. And in addition to the fact that she had seven sons, everything she did, she did up Pichachamim. 
the Gemara then asks on this Brisa, what does this mean, this statement of the Brisa, that in addition to the fact that she had seven sons, everything she did, she did this is what Rabbi Huda was saying to the Chachamim. Maybe you'll tell me that she had only Banim Ketanim. Ukitanim Purim Sukkah. And a Katan is Patim Nasukkah. Came in the Shiva, since there were seven of them. It's impossible that at least one of them wasn't Sarach Limo, meaning there were no twins. And if there are no twins, so you do the math. Even if she had every 10 months, let's say, a child, Lamaisa, the age of Chinuch is six, seven years of age. It's impossible that she didn't have at least one of those seven children who was Chaim in Chinuch, who wasn't Sarach Imo, right? And if it wasn't Sarach Imo, we know from the Mishnah that a child doesn't need its mother is Chayev, at least in Chinuch. Maybe you'll tell me a cotton who doesn't need his mother is only obligated Maybe you'll tell me she didn't pay attention to the Rabbanon, she didn't care about the Rabbanon, she ignored them. And that's why we said all of our maizim she did Okay, so gentlemen, what's the raya? Where are we holding now? Raya is that she, there was definitely a cut in there. There was Yigiel Chinuch, and Lamaisa. If she, the Chacham would have said something, she would have listened to them. So the fact that Chum didn't say anything means that even a cut in the age of Chinuch, it's okay for him to have a, a sukkah that's higher than twenty amos, and therefore lachara, it's okay to have for, even for a gadol a sukkah higher than twenty amos. Okay, but I want to hear again one more time. Tell me exactly what you're saying. I want to hear exactly the point. We're assuming that because someone's the Gil Chinuch, and we know that the sukkah was greater than 20, and we know that she would have listened to the Chachamim, so therefore the Chachamim should have said something if they were supposed to say something. So then it's a review who feels it's a proof to him that a sukkah can be higher than 20 Amas. All right, good. All right, let's 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 define it the way you're saying it now. So again, basically it's a... She had to have, a, since she had seven sons, at least one of them was Yigil Chinuch. So we had at least one six, seven-year-old kid over there. So he's Chaim and Chinuch. And you'll, maybe you'll tell me, good, but she didn't, that's only obligated the Rabbani, only obligated Machanich, a child, rabbinically, and maybe she didn't listen to the Chachamim, she didn't care. And for care, we know everything she did was Alpi Chachamim. So obviously, the Chachamim would have said something to her. Why? Because, because, the Chachamim would have said something to her because she should have done their own. Because they know that she listens to them. And, if, and so. And, and she has a mitzvah schinach. Oh, thank you. It must be she has a mitzvah schinach. It's obvious from this Gemara that she has a mitzvah schinach. Since she listens to the Chachamim, the Chachamim would have said something to her. Why? Because she has a mitzvah schinach. At least one of those children are schinachable age. And since she listened to the Chachamim, the Chachamim would have told her, hey, Madam, Why? Maybe they have a mitzvah chinuch. Madam Queen, with all due respect, you have a mitzvah chinuch. I mean, again, the question was, maybe she doesn't listen to the Chachamim, right? And the answer is no. She listens to the Chachamim. And therefore what? And therefore... They would have told her, hey, Madam Queen, with all due respect, you have a mitzvah, chinuch, do your mitzvah. What are you saying all the time? What are you, what are you, what are you saying? Right. First, I was just saying, maybe the, the chachamim have a chiv in chinuch, but 
But Rebbe's reading the Eve, the Rabbanan Lomaskicha, she wouldn't listen to Chachamim, or she didn't hold, she was not, wasn't Machayev herself, the Rabbanans. I thought that's that's how you read it. Meaning, the Eve, the Rabbanan Lomaskicha. Meaning, she didn't care about rabbinic. She didn't, she she didn't care about Rabbanan, meaning the Chi of Rabbanan, which would be Chinuch. And and we say Tashma of old Komasel also be the common that that it, maybe she's a cop. I don't, I don't think the chi of the, I don't think it's that the mitzvah chinuch is the derabanan, but if sitting in a sukkah that's more than twenty amos would be possible, she doesn't she wouldn't know that except the rabbanan are telling that to her. Well, you read I'm sorry, you're reading these words or you're, you're saying yeah he was reading the words of the e but the rabbanan. Mashkicha that that she doesn't hold of a mitzvah medurban, and I think that's what you were saying, right? Yeah, meaning. But that, I don't think what? that's pshat. It's that that if you're going to say that she doesn't listen when the rabbanan tell her something, because she could say, "I'm a woman, I'm potter," let's say, or whatever reason. No, she listened to the rabbanan when they told her things. Right, right. I think that's shot here. Not that you didn't. Didn't Rashi say that there's a mitzvah? The midarbanon is that lahaskik to, to to get them used to doing mitzvahs. Is not what Rashi said. Is there a rabbanon we're talking about? Right, but maybe she maybe she's a kal. Maybe she ignores the rabbanon. She doesn't care. Maybe she's a rebellious woman. She doesn't listen to the. But, but what's the? It, it she ignores the rabbanon. Or she ignores the mitzvah the rabbanon of of being mechanic her kids. Why this mitzvah? Where, where do you see anyone mentioning this mitzvah only? And maybe you tell me yeah. she, she doesn't care about the abundance. She's she's yep. she's like a a, a coat, not a coat for she, a bit. She doesn't care about mitzvahs derabbanans, not the fact that the rabbis would tell her in her sukkah, right? She like that's what it's talking about the mitzvah derabbanan for her to have her kids in a kosher sukkah. Uh, again, the, the, we want to interpret the words without drushes. Very simply, the words mean maybe maybe she doesn't keep the the derabbanans, meaning. She's a conservative Jew. She's a reformed Jew. The, that which it says in the Torah, I keep. But rabbi, I don't listen to the rabbis. Maybe she, she doesn't listen to the rabbis. No. Everything she did was pikachamim. So therefore, what? So this, what is? So again, Binyam Pesach. What is the therefore there over here? Therefore, what? Therefore, since she listens to the chachamim. You said it well before. And she has a mitzvah to be mechanicha children. Obviously, the Chachamim would have said to Madam Queen, you have an obligation, a mitzvah skinuch, please fulfill your obligation. And your sukkah is too tall. Right? So the <laughs> fact that they didn't, the fact that you saying the fact they didn't, means they hold like me. Right. So again, so basically... But, but why apostle sukkah is not suitable for Hinuch? Who said that? Yosef, I think. Who said that? It sounded like Edward. Who said that? Yosef Gildengorn. Yosef. Yosef, it's an excellent question. An excellent question. Excellent question. Who says... Uh, why? Let's say the, the sukkah's puzzle. Let's say 40 amas tall is a puzzle sukkah. It's good chinuch. We sell this chinuch set to the Lulav and Esraigim all the time. They sell this as a chinuch set. The, chinuch the ritva that Rebbe put on the thing says it needs to be kigadol, no? The but, ritva makes a very, very important diak from here. And the ritva otherwise, there'd be no raya for Yehuda. Right. The ritva says, from this Gemara, you see that chinuch means you have to mechanech your child in the midst with all the details of it. 
sometimes people think of chinuch means whatever, you know, get, get them used to sort of something that sort of looks like the mitzvah, even though it's puzzle. The Ritva says, if so, you couldn't read this Gemara. Watch. The Gemara says, she's obligated in the mitzvah of chinuch, right? And says Rabbi Yehuda, that means if if the tzukah was more than 40 amas tall, was puzzle, the chachamim would never have allowed it to get away with it. They would have said, madam, you have to do mitzvah chinuch, you have to shorten your sukkah, you have to have a kosher sukkah. Says, says Yosef, why do you have to have a kosher sukkah? You're only doing chinuch. Chinuch means just get him used to the motions. Even the answer says from here you see, chinuch doesn't mean get used to the motions. Chinuch means start him on the path of doing the mitzvah properly. And if the mitzvah is not, if he's not fulfilling the mitzvah, you didn't do chinuch. If you give him a puzzle, lul of an esrog, you did nothing. Let's say you give him a, you know, a chinuch set and it's cracked more than halfway down or it's not mashulish. You did nothing. You wasted, but he was mechanich. You know, mechanich nothing. Mechanich means you started him on the path of fulfilling mitzvahs. If you give him a puzzle lulav, you start him on the path of, of not fulfilling mitzvahs. You weren't mechanich and you did the opposite. You, I don't know what you did, but you... Yeah, certainly if he makes a bracha, it's a bracha of Atala. But, but you mechanich him in the, in the opposite. You mechanich him in but it could, the But it could, be, it could be including a kula dikashita, though, no? So yeah, maybe maybe really we're holding chachamim. But for chinuch, we'll, we'll say you can be yoytza according to Rabbi Yehuda. Right, here's the problem. According to Chachamim, if you sit in a sukkah that's more than 20 amas tall, you're sitting in the park. You're not sitting in a sukkah. It's not a sukkah. So the Chachamim would say to you, if you try to mechanic your kid by putting him in a sukkah that's 40 amas tall, you did nothing. And not only is it a brachal of Atala, but, but more than that, you, you're teaching him wrong. Chinuch means show him, start him on the path of doing mitzvahs the way mitzvahs are supposed to be done. You start him on the path of not doing mitzvahs. You mechanic him be- opposite. It's opposite of chinuch. So anyway, the Ritva, Yosef, very good point. The Ritva says from here you see that chinuch means you have to mechanichim in doing the mitzvah with all of the details of it fully, properly. And if it's a puzzle lulov or in the case of a sukkah that's too tall or whatever it may be, that's not considered chinuch. Okay. But so, the main- can, I ask a quick, can I ask a quick question? Please. Why are we just focusing on the children and on her? Why not focus on the chachamim who are clearly clearly of age Good. and they've, they're frequenting the sukkah. Okay. Isn't it Marasayan? I mean, what about them? Why don't, right. we, why don't we put the focus on them? Right. Why is their standard? Why don't we put any focus on them? Right. That's a very good question. The problem is that we have no raya that the Chachamim ate in that sukkah. We have no raya that they did anything. All it says were Yotzim and Nichnas. They went in and went out. Now, if it said that they sat and were Kaveya Suda, they stayed a certain amount of time. They made a bracha. You'd be right, but it doesn't say that. This is a brisa that we have, and all the brisa tells us that the chachamim were yotzev and nichnas. So that doesn't mean you could walk out. You could walk okay. out in the sukkah. So you know, raya. But again, she was sitting in the sukkah, and she had to, and she had seven kids, and at least one of them was chinuchable age. Why did the chachamim say to her, Madam Queen, you have an obligation to mechanic your child. Please shorten the sukkah. Must be says Rehu, that even though the sukkah is forty amas tall. It's a good sukkah, a riot to me. All right. Okay. And we know that they did that, not here. And Rebbe didn't bring it down, but when she took on Niziris and she did it in Chutzlerts and she came to Eretz show, they told her you have to do it all over again. So they weren't afraid to tell her to fix things. Uh, 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 I hope I didn't get too far ahead. I'm sorry. Um, if you could... Uh... Well, 
let's put it this way. One thing we see for sure, uh, what you bring up is uh, maybe an interesting problem, but let's assume the following. Everything she did and therefore they were certainly not afraid to tell her what to do because the opposite, everything she did was so there'd be no reason for them not to tell her if the that's, that's, that's what I'm saying, and I'm bringing a right from, from, from her Nazirus. But again, I, I hear, but from I don't want to go to an outside Raya because we're going Fair to see, it's going to be very uh, touchy. All right. Um, based on this, and I hope I'm not again taking us off track, um, and Rebbe has it on the next page with the Mishnah and Yuma. So uh, the, whole, the whole thing that we do with Ketanim, that when they're little kids, you know, they'll. Let's, let's, get, to, let's go straight. If I could beg only to let's go straight, we'll go straight, straight through. And we'll get there, we'll ask, okay? All right, so let's continue. So, so far, all we have so far, we know that the review that brought a raya and that the sukkah, more than 40 amas tall, is kosher. How review says, How can I prove it to you? Because look, there was a Heloni was sitting a sukkah more than 40 amas tall. The chamin were going in and out. She had to have at least one chinuch of aged kid. She has an obligation of chinuch. Why didn't the chamin say to her, Madam? You're not fulfilling the obligation of Chinuch. You have an obligation to do it. Must be because she was fulfilling the obligation of Chinuch because the sukkah is kosher. Okay, let's continue. Um, what about for herself? Yeah, so the, the, you have to remember the rest of the Gemara says in the end that there's an answer Chachamim that the only part that was over 20 Amas was a small separate private section which was just for her. No, 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 no. Elnaton's asking good and Binyam Pesach, you're. Unless unless you say that unless you say I was hoping nobody noticed that. Go ahead, ask what, again. Saying if she was if she was Komasel also meaning maybe she also she was extra machomer and she decided she wanted to sit in kosher sukkah, so Chazal should have said something. Unless well, she's potter. Oh, I thought you were no. saying you didn't ask good. Oh, you didn't ask good. Oh, I thought you wanted something. Ellington, you missed. Come on, don't drop the ball. You're right on the. No, I was gonna say unless unless maybe there's a shita that says that 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 it's a raya against. Meaning, if you say that it, it would be baltos, if that's why they wanted it to be possible. Uh, all right, so you're gonna get, mix things up and get confused. All right, fine, you blew it. Good, bite it. Good chance. You're almost there. Okay, let's go on. Well, what's no, the answer to the question? I don't. No, I'm because no, I was hoping no one was sharp enough to catch the problem. So I because I don't know the answer. But Baruch Hashem, nobody caught the problem, so I don't have to answer it. It's so what's to answer my question? You, know, you haven't asked the question all the time. I thought I asked the question. I mean, the She's, Gemara, the Gemara. She's sitting there. She clearly wants to be in a sukkah. Why don't they tell her that? Tell her oh, that. Oh! They don't have to tell her. Hang on. Slow down. Slow down. One second. Some, I, didn't, I didn't catch who asked it, but the question that should be asked here is as follows. She's a nice lady, right? She's a Jewish lady, right? I don't care Chayev or not Chayev. She certainly is trying to do something. I mean, she's sitting in this hut with stuff on top. Sah. She's clearly trying to fulfill a mitzvah, right? So if the Chachamim are nice people, and she's a nice lady, and she listens to the Chachamim, and why don't they say, Madam Queen, you know, of course, you're not Yotze, you mitzvah. I know you're not obligated, but you're clearly trying to do something, right? You know you're not doing nothing. But if that doesn't bother you, I got a much more obvious problem. What about a brachal of Atala? She probably, if sitting in the sukkah, unless you're Swati, women make a bracha, right? 
Um, Elnatan, do you folks, do you guys, do you guys make women make brachas? women don't make brachas? They can't even say a main to the bracha. Okay, all right. So, so that's what that's why they try to answer this. But and the, if they do, they try to whip them. That's right. Okay. <laughs> but the pashtus, the the pashtus is that if she was trying to fulfill a mitzvah and probably even made a bracha, maybe we'll see about the svarim minag not to the machlokes beis yosef ramah. But any anyway, bottom line is. Why did the Chomim be nice people and say, Madam, you're wasting your time. Just shorten the sukkah so you can be yotzi the mitzvah. Maybe they did. That's why I added, Rabbi. If you say... One second, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Stop, stop, stop. stop. One second. Gentlemen, let's stop. Again, Gemara said like this. Rebuta says, I'm going to bring you a raya because, look, Helonia Malka was sitting in a sukkah. And look, and the sukkah was more than 20 amas tall. No one said nothing to her. Someone came in and out. Let me finish my point. Then you can argue one second. So again, Alonia Malka was sitting in Lod. She was sitting in a sukkah more than 20 amas tall. They didn't say anything to her, right? So says, that's Rebutus proof. Look, I'll, I'll prove to you that more than 40 amas tall is 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 a good sukkah. Say the Chachamim back to her. What are you saying? Misham, Misham Raya? Isha, she's a woman, and she's part of Rasukah. So if I were Rabbi Huda, I would say, what are you talking about? Aren't the Chomim nice people? Why was she sitting in that hut? She was obviously trying to fulfill the mitzvah. I know she's not chayev, she's not obligated, but clearly she was trying to do it. Why didn't the Chomim say to her, Madam, you know, you're wasting your time. Uh, whether you make a brachal of Atala or not, I don't know, but one thing for sure, if they're nice people, they would try to help her out. She's trying. And to maybe do- they did. Maybe they did. Lawyer Dover doesn't mean they didn't say hello. Does that mean they didn't say goodbye? Does that mean they didn't say a divine Tyra? Because they told, they didn't tell her she was doing something wrong. That's all that means. They didn't tell her she was doing something wrong. I'm sure they said good morning and they said goodbye and they told her to divine Tyra and they told her another thing that was a hitter. Loyalam Dover means they didn't tell her she was doing anything wrong. Uh, that's very creative. No, uh, you know, it's very creative. It's not nothing to do with the words, but it's a very no, no, creative no. reading. Lamla yeah. has no raya whatsoever, according to you, because then uh, maybe they didn't say anything ever. Oh, they, they'll be telling them off. Telling her off. Yeah, Rabbi, isn't it obvious that whatever reason is obviously Rabbi Huda felt this would be a better raya for him? Well, why? The question is, how did he get pushed off? Meaning. This first step over here, when, when he said, when I slide go, I'm sorry, one second. Uh, yeah, here, Misham Rai, Ishai, Sukkah, that step doesn't make a lot of sense. Why? Because, number one, even if she's not high, if she's clearly trying to be out in the mitzvah and probably even made a bracha, why didn't they just say something about being nice guys? All right. Listen, this so, Rebbe, that's what I was trying. I added, I said, if maybe one of the Mandarum here hold that oh, there's, I know there's a Mandarum that says a woman, it's also right. for her to sit in a kosher sukkah to be yotze the mitzvah. Maybe that's why they didn't say anything. Just for the fun of it, what's that Mandarum's name? <laughs> I don't know, but I know. I'll tell you the name, Rebbe Yehuda. Oh, but, but, but that wouldn't help us because it, these yes, are the Rabbanon. That's him. Oh, these no. are the Rabbanon. No, it's Lishitas. All right, let's not get far off track. But I, what about Lishitasam? No, that's the point. It, I, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought this up. I wish we ignored it. Let's proceed. Let's just, let's, let's recap where we are and let's proceed. Again, all we have at this point, we have a very clear riot to the following. From the, from the end over here, we see clearly that Rabbi Huda holds that a sukkah more than 40 amas tall he holds is kosher. 
he brings a raya because Aloni Amalka was sitting in that sukkah and she had at least one child who was chinachable age and the chachamim were yotzev and and didn't tell her that she's not fulfilling her mitzvah chinuch. Obviously, she was fulfilling her mitzvah chinuch. You see, says Rabbi Yehuda, a sukkah more than 40 amas tall is kosher. And let's proceed. Okay, so far so good? It's, I was just adding on that Lamais and the Gemara does give an answer for the Chachamim. The Gemara does give an answer for the Chachamim saying that it was only, she only had a small subsection of there that was just for her that was more no, than... No, no, the, yeah, that's, that's a later stage. Of course, listen, I'm not denying that the Gemara says it. The question is whether that has any relevance to our sugya. And he answers it doesn't. And the Gemara later answers why, Rabbi Huda, you don't have a raya because she was sitting in one part of sukkah. The children were sitting in another side. That's true, but it's not relevant. We're at this point over here because we want to know, we're being a diak here about a woman chayev in chinuch. Oh, I gave away the punchline. Right, where are we headed with this? Where we're headed with this is, we see over here clearly, at least it seems, that a woman is Chaim and Chinuch. The way we just right. said it's the Gemara. Not father, not father only, as we said. The three options, it's not father only. Right, right. Now, you, whether the Gemara has an answer later why Rabbi Huda doesn't have a proof is interesting, but not relevant to our discussion. No, but because, what I, my point was, because of that, it could be at this particular stage, it didn't give that particular answer because of the woman, because ultimately they're going to give an answer anyway that won't be Nogeya. Ultimately, they're going to give an answer where, where it, as long as it was only in her private thing, so in some of there, she didn't make a bracha. She only made a bracha in the main part of the sukkah. So therefore, right. they don't need to give an answer where in the end was going to come out with... All right. We'll review the chedron to see. It's not... Let's... All right. So again, what we're seeing clearly is that at this point, we see clearly that a woman is obligated in chinuch, and therefore, rebuked at Israel. Everybody Unless, because, because otherwise the Chacham should have answered, a woman doesn't have a, a, a mitzvah chinuch, and that should have been their answer. Yeah, all right. That, that's Unless the hard way to say, because otherwise they should answer. The fact they didn't answer, that means that obviously they held that a woman does have a mitzvah chinuch. They agree, because otherwise that would be an easy answer. But when we started this, and we had the Rashi about the mitzvah chinuch, I believe it was Rebbe pointed out that who is this mitzvah of chinuch on? So if we're going to say that the mitzvah is on the children, on the sons, then it doesn't matter whether she has a chiv or not, because they have the chiv. Uh, that's a very, very interesting point you're making. Um, we haven't yet seen that. Now, it happens to be that you're right. You're, you're correct. There, there, there is a, some of the later achronim, maybe Roshivas, tried to explain that. They, they asked the question, is there a mitzvah for the child to mechanic himself? I'm just pointing out what Rebbe said. <laughs> no, no, no. I, so, but for the, for the moment now, we don't, we don't know that to be true. For the moment, we only know three possibilities. If you want to know who's obligated in chinuch, it's either everyone, the father and the mother, or the father only. That's what we know. Now, whether there's an additional chiv on the child himself to be mechanic himself, that's an interesting, and we'll get there later in Mitzvah Shem. But right now, again, all we see very clearly is that if you, you see a woman is also obligated in Chinuch because, again, the Rabbi Huda brought his Raya because, uh, and because she obviously is obligated to Mechanic the children. The Chacham would have said something to her. The fact that they didn't say anything, that's Rabbi Huda's whole Raya. So obviously she must be Chayev. Okay, good. Let's, let's, it's like the sheer they had of the... I got to actually hold for a second. I will never get through this material tonight. We'll be here till tomorrow morning. So let's just go on. Okay, let's proceed. Ready? Okay, we're going to jump to the Mishnah in Yuma. 
because now we're going to get involved in a little bit in some of the particulars. Okay, the mission says as follows. Hatinokos Any child who's under 13 years of age of boy, under 12 years of age of a girl, doesn't have to keep the mitzvahs of Inui. There are five Inuyim on Yom Kippur, and not only can't you eat, but there are five Inuyim. We're not Ma'an them, meaning they don't have to fast, they don't have to do everything else, etc. Aval, we're Machanich them for a year or two before, and Bishvil Shirigilim Bimitzas. And the Gemara later on explains what that means. It means a year or two before you start Machanich them Lashals. So many of them are strong, you do a certain amount of hours and not as strong, less hours, and you get them accustomed to the, to the fast but they don't actually have to fast. We don't make them fast before Yom Kippur. Okay, but we do see that you machanech them. Uh, now, who is this Misha speaking to? So the truth is... Parents. Doesn't say father or mother. I don't know who it's talking to. I, I, it, could be, it sounds like it's talking to everybody, if you ask me. It doesn't say father. It doesn't say mother. It doesn't say father. It says machanech them. Sounds like everybody. What does yeah. the Pleshana of Pleshana mean? For a year before, a year or two before they become bar, bar or bas mitzvah. Or they say it so weirdly. The Gemara discusses like, parakam before the peric of, of being mature. That's the expression. Uh, the, the, the peric meaning the time that they become um, ripened, or meaning bar mitzvah or bas mitzvah. Simonim. Yeah. Okay. Rabbi, what, what does mechanchen mean the word? Does it mean does it mean we are mechanchen or they are mechanchen? Mechanchen is a very general term. It, it's super it's super vague. It's not anu mechanchen, it's mechanchen or something. If anything would be They are mechanach. Mechanchen or something. You are mechanchen. Those who are Yeah, whoever, right. But mechanchen or something, who's ever or but the mission certainly is not limiting it. And I think if you'd ask me what the simple reading of the mission is, I would tell you it's, it sounds like everybody. It doesn't say the father, it doesn't say the mother, it doesn't, it's but let's see. Okay, let's go on. Next, Tosus Yishonim. Now, the Tosus Yishonim is written by Tosus. Um, and in fact, the sheet that we're going to deal with is the Re, which really is one of the main Bali Tosus. So it's quite authoritative. Okay, Vim Toma. Ha Amin Bechol Duchta, we say all over. If you see a cotton eating a ham sandwich, he walks into McDonald's and he starts biting down. Bazden has no obligation to tell him to stop. You just, whatever, not our business. So if you tell me a cotton, now you tell me after Machanachim, Afrishim, Yisurumi, boy, do you have a question? Meaning, if you have to Machanachim, Kavachomer, you have to Mafrishim, Yisur. If a kid is mamish eating the issa right there, he's gobbling it down. If you're obligated to teach him for the future to do mitzvahs, surely if he's doing an avera, surely you got to stop him. So how can you tell me, we say all of you, and yet here, you tell me, gentlemen, how does the Tosa Yishonim read this Mishnah? Who's obligated in Chinuch here? According to the Tosa Yishonim, who is this Mishnah talking to? Bezdin. Bezdin. And Bezdin really means everyone. And be, but let's uh, let's say simply based in meaning he's not reading it as the father, the mother, the father. It's in general terms. Mechanikanos is a general obligation for Bazin, and really Bazin means everybody. That's certainly how he starts reading this Mishnah, because again, that's the pashtas of the Mishnah. 
the Mishnah doesn't say the father's obligated, mother's obligated. It says, Mechanachem. We're Mechanachem. We, who's we? We, we, Kimasabi, it's everyone. Okay, good. Now, so therefore, so again, so his question is what? He has to fasten him Kippur, but he's a lot of eat trafe. What's going on? Well, not exactly. What's what's Tosh question? If you have to teach him to not eat, you for sure have to stop him when he's eating. Right, meaning if you're obligated in the positive, chinuch means I'm, I'm teaching you now to put you on the right track for the future. If I'm obligated to put you on the right track for the future in terms of the, the mitzvahs of Yom Kippur, of the Inui and, and all that good stuff, so obviously I have to stop you from doing an Avera right now. If you're doing an Avera right in front of me, surely I have to stop you. Yeah, Why we, is that obvious? Uh, because it's a lot Maybe worse. only in Asin. What? Maybe Chinuk is only Asin. What logic do you have for that one? But I'm not the one making a call, Shikane. Uh, no. But I'm we, on defense here. You know, no, 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 no. I mean, you're right, because Rebelozim and Mintz answers that way, but I, it's a hard swear to hear. Why? Because the idea of setting someone on the right path, eating treif is not about setting you on the right path. I mean, it's not, okay, yeah, sorry. Why not? He's traveling down the McDonald's, right? So yeah. if you're obligated, meaning... If so you, I could teach him. After he's done, I can say, don't do that, but I don't have to be porish from so his How mouth. do you teach him? You teach him by stopping him from eating. That's how you teach him. No, you teach him Hilchus Kashras. And you say, you have to do you have to do Hilchus Kashras, but right now, he's not doing anything wrong. There's no Issa for him to eat the meat. Unless he's... I want to back up all the time. One, one, one time. One, 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 I got it. One second. One second. Again, you're telling me this... The, the, the concept of Chinuch is... You put him on the path of doing mitzvahs. That's and it. Not doing averas because no, doing- it's not what Rashi says. Rashi says viragil and mitzvahs. That's all he says. He says right. so he's so he's Are we adding stuff? He's ragil baveras now. You don't. Okay, should- that's 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 not the chiyuv chinuch. Well, that, that's I mean, a different. Only he's not ragil He's ragil in eating, not necessarily in just- eating surface. There are 248 mitzvahs in the Torah, and the 365 don't apply. That's a new halacha? I'm not saying they don't apply, but they don't, you can't ask a kol from, you can't say, oh, if it's there, then it must be this, so it must be, you have to learn new halachas. Whoa, okay, there's two different things. You shouldn't have your son do have arrows for whatever reason, but you have to teach him chinah. Well, the losa says... says are mitzvahs too. Right, losa says are more chamer, losa says are more strict than assays. I didn't say you won't get Gehenim. I just said you can't ask a kasha, say that just because over there... One thing. On one level, we know that a losase is far more strict, far more serious, far more severe than is an assay. Number one. That's first of all. So if you're obligated to teach him assays, your same obligation is for the more so for the losases. On the simplest level, losases are more severe. So if you're obligated to teach him about assays, surely about the losases, surely. It could be, it could be not, but that's not what, even why, what he why, says. Why it's would it not be? Show. Why would what? it be? Explain to me why it would, in words, if it's more humber, it's more severe, why would it not be? I mean, I, the Torah says the psychology of the child is not to tell them no. Tell them yes and teach them what to do right so they love you when they're 13. I don't know. We're getting into the limudim of, of Mishle. The Pesach says lechanich for mitzvahs. That's what Rashi says. That's all we know. And all of a sudden, Tosu Shonen comes bombing out this yeah. whole idea of, oh, katanochal nevelas. Okay, let's, let's go back to the ritva. The Ritva tells us that Chinuch is not this wishy-washy... Just one second, guys. Let me finish the sentence, please. I'm sorry. I'll mute this one, one time. Again, the Ritva tells us Chinuch is not this 
wishy-washy kind of like tell them stories, sit them around the campfire, sing songs. Chinuch in mitzvahs is you have them do the mitzvah. You prepare him on the path by having him do the mitzvah so he learns how to do the mitzvahs. When he learns how to do the mitzvahs, he will continue doing the mitzvahs. So, and that's what chinuch means. Again, I'm not talking against the story time and it's a wonderful idea. And Muslim, Ashkaf, and we have to do that also. But the actual mitzvah of chinuch is be margil him in the mitzvah. Put the lulav in his hand. He shakes the lulav so he gets accustomed to doing the mitzvahs so that he will do those mitzvahs when he gets older. Now, that makes the Tosas Hashan and Morshver. Right, right. One second. So here, what this young boy is doing is he's doing an Avera. He's, he's consuming McDonald's. My obligation of Chinuch would be prevent him from doing the Avera because you machanich him in, in doing mitzvahs, not doing Averas. It's all the same Chinuch. The same way you machanich him to do assays, hold the love, do the assay, machanich him in don't bite McDonald's because biting McDonald's is a love. And I want to set you on the path of not violating los assays as I set you on the path of doing assays. So, but one, one is teaching how to do a misa, and one is just stopping someone from doing Again, a misa. If it weren't for the ritva and all the other, many other shows say the same idea, I would agree with you. Because before we saw the ritva, Chinuch meant this wishy washy kind of thing put him in the right path, teach him, tell him stories. Show him signs. Put up multi uh, multi video, uh, you know, d- different multi multimedia video. Give him <laughs> the 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 ritva says you got it wrong. That's not chinuch. Chinuch means have him do the mitzvahs. Be margil in asiyas mitzvahs. Have him hold the lulav and esrog. So he he's margil in kiyoma mitzvahs. And if it's puzzle, even though he thinks it's good, it's not yotze because he has to be margilim in the mitzvahs. So this kid is being margil in sins. He's eating McDonald's. My obligation of Chinuch is to, to set him on the right path and say, boy, stop chomping on McDonald's. You're doing a love. The same maybe, yeah. may, maybe, maybe what this Tosafot qualifies is that the Chinuch is not on Bet Din, but on the parents. Where would you see that from here? Well, because it's saying here the Bet Din is not, is not uh, it doesn't necessarily have to stop the boy from eating McDonald's. So, okay, so it's not the Bedin, so it's the parents. Now, you're right, except the, the, Tosas has a question. His problem is that this Mishnah tells us that you're obligated in Chinuch. And we know the rule is based in and doesn't have to stop him from eating McDonald's. It makes it's a contradiction because if, you, if our Mitzvah, mitzvah te, the Mishnah tells us that you're obligated to teach him to Mechanachim, surely Bezin is obligated to stop him from eating McDonald's. Who is obligated to Mechanech? We don't know. We said we don't know. It's, it's then very vague. Have a question. Then if, if we don't know, then, then Tosas would not have a question. The only way Tosas has a question is if he assumes that both are, are speaking to Bezdin. Just like we know Kotnoch and Nevelos, Bezdin are not obligated to stop him eating. So to this Mishnah says, you have to teach him how to fast. That's Bezdin. If both are speaking about Bezdin, then the Tosh Hashanah has a very good question. If one of them is not speaking about Bezdin, he has no question. In fact, is, this a, is this a question or a qualification? It's a, the Imtoma is a question. It's a big, it's a, it's a tema, it's a tremendous question. Uh-huh. Okay, now let's Rabbi, see. So I, Rabbi, so I, have a, I have a question on this question. What I don't understand is, it's one thing to say that if a person's never fasted before, that all of a sudden they become bar mitzvah, they now fast the whole day. I've never fasted before in my life. I can't fast all day. So therefore, it tells you, do it, Lefrakim. 
get them adjusted to the concept of fasting, etc. But a, but a, but a burger, if the day before the bar mitzvah, they say, okay, that's it. No more going to McDonald's. Now you go across the street to the kosher place and get all your burgers from there. Okay, fine. I can do that. Can I ask a question that nobody asked? How come nobody asked the, the question? What did the Ritva tell us the rule of, of Chinuch is? Teach them how to do mitzvahs. Correct. How, how do you teach them how to do mitzvahs? Completely, totally. With Malusa. And if you do a sit in a puzzle sukkah, you didn't teach him nothing, right? So how are you teaching how to fast? Lashals. It's not fasting. Let's leave that. I'm not going to deal with that question. You know, Kasha? That was that was Kabuva. Yeah. But I was saying setting that aside, the fact that it, <laughs> I, 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 gotta stop, I gotta stop you only because we'll never get through this. Let's let me put you on pause just a second so we can get through. All right, so again, at this point, Tosh Shannon has the following question. The question is we assume our Mishnah over here. I'm sorry, one second. This Mishnah over here, we say assume says Bazdin has to teach him Machanchan. So Bazdin teaches him every meaning everyone's obligated to Machanach a kid a, a year or two before his bar mitzvah to begin fasting, to begin doing the Inuyim. So this seems to be saying that everyone's obligated, and yet Toshishan says, and we know the rule is that Bazdin is not I got went the wrong place, sorry. We know the rule is cut and avails and basin show. We know that basin is if a kid's eating McDonald's, basin is not obligated to stop him. That's a contradiction. If they're not obligated to stop him, why are they obligated to him? We assume both are speaking about basin, and if they're if they're obligated to him, surely they're obligated to stop him. Okay, so that's his question. Omer, there's a re over here. You're making a mistake. Chinuch only applies to the father. There is no mitzvah of chinuch on anyone other than the father. Hilkach, therefore, ain't nisar on lafrisho. And therefore, Beis is not obligated to separate him. Meaning, this rule that cotton ochel nevelos and Beis is on lafrisho means Beis din. But you have mechanicham. That mission is only the father. The father is obligated to teach his son to begin doing the inuyim. To begin preparing for Yom Kippur, the father is mitzvah chinuch, and can, does a fa- if a father sees his son eating McDonald's, does he have to stop him? Of course, one hundred percent. Of yeah, course, yeah. he has to. It's a kosher game. If the father has to mechanech him, surely the father has to mafresh him, stop him from eating McDonald's. But that's the father. But chinuch only applies to the father. That's a din in the father. Based in mitzvah lafrisho, that's a different. Based in obligated, that's a totally different thing. Meaning. Our Mishnah, the Kiddush of the Re is that this Mishnah is only speaking about the father. The father has Mechanachim, and the father also has to stop from eating a treif, no question about it. And, but that rule that Bezdin is not Matsum Lafrisho by Kotnochel Nevelis, that's a din in Bezdin, different than uh, that's not the. Isn't, 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 the role, isn't the role of Bezdin to enforce halacha as opposed to a parent that's there to teach halacha? So maybe that's what Bezdin is doing, it's enforcing halacha. And in this case, it's in, by a cotton, he, they're not required to be mafresh them from eating it. Right, exactly. So being cut in the veils would be like uh, an obligation of Bezdin, and Bezdin has no obligation to, to be mafresh him from, from eating treif. The only reason to stop a kid from eating treif is out schinuch, and schinuch only applies to a father, and it doesn't apply to Bezdin. So that's basically Tosh Shonim's answer. Tosh Shonim's answer is, make no mistake, the Mishnah, when the Mishnah says you have to mechanichim, 
the Mishnah is speaking only about the father. It's a vague term, but it means it, who's Mechanechem, the ones who are obligated. Who's obligated Mechanechem? Only the father. And the father, of course, has to stop him from eating treif also. The father is total, but it's only Atzchinuch. But the only one who's obligated Chinuch is the father. And yet the rule we know is that aim based in cotton off on the veils, aim based in the free show. That's because based in is not obligated, based not obligated, not obligated to teach him, not obligated to stop him from eating Isser. They have no obligation whatsoever. All right. So, so what so what is the purpose of based in here? Like what's the kasha? Like if if he's saying this nice Kiddush that a father has to his father is the Khanak person, like what is Bastin's role? Why is there a rule called What is Bastin's role here at all? That's the point. Bastin has no obligation. No, but what would, ba- what would Bastin's obligation be? He's saying, what's the problem, you know, that Bastin should do anything? If they have no role in Chinuch, Bichlal. Maybe that's the Chinuch, that they have no role in Chinuch, they, that there's no obligation other than Chinuch. Um, let's put it this way. We're going to get involved a little bit later on, and we're going to see that there might be an issue for the child himself to eat, and maybe Bezin should uh, enforce the rule for also child. Let's assume it's also Midrabanan for a child to eat treif. Let's say, even though Derisa, a child's allowed to eat treif, let's assume that Rabbanan say you're not allowed to eat treif. So Bezin should enforce that law, just like if, if I see a guttle eating treif, Bezin would, would, would enforce the law and make him not eat treif. So maybe a cotton is obligated to the rabbanim. Maybe Bezin should be mafreshim. There's no. But then, what would be the reason? Question: One to the rice or one to the rabbanim? No, 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 no. Let's not let's not confuse things again. <laughs> the question is: Yaakov asked that what what's the habmin of thing cut all veils that Bezin should be mafreshim. So I'm saying one simple way of learning that is that assuming that a cotton actually has a mitzvah not to eat. I mean, he has a mitzvah to keep mitzvahs, and, and he's mitzvah commanded not to do averas. If that were true, and again, many of you have learned that's true, and then Bezdin, you would assume, maybe should be mafrishim. Just like Bezdin and mafrish a gadol who's over avera, even avera derabanan, by the way, so too, and Bezdin should be mafrish a cotton who's over a mitzvah derabanan. So well, that, that can't be the havamina, though, because in the havamina stage, we're assuming that they're doing this out a din of chinuch, right? We don't know. No, no. Again, you asked a different question. And now that we know that Bezin has no Indian Chinuch, so your question is what's the what's the to think that, that Bezin should be obligated to Mafrishim? The answer mm-hmm. is because he has an maybe he has an Isadurabanan, and Bezin would have to enforce that Isadurabanan, which they do by a guttle. If, if a Bezin sees a guttle being over an Isadurabanan, they would enforce it. So maybe they do the same with a Katan. No, Bezin has no obligation. Mm-hmm. All right, but again, so at this point, what we have is the following. And we very clearly have the situation where Tosh makes a split. The only one obligated in Chinuch is the father. And when we say over here that uh, that you have to mechanech and l'shoz, that's the father. And of course, the father has to be mafreshim from Avera also. When we say kot ochel and Bezin m'sul l'afrisha, that's Bezin. Bezin has no obligation. They don't have to teach him. They don't have to mafreshim. They have nothing. It's only the father, al has to do both. He has to mechanechem on mitzvahs and also be mafreshim from averas. But Bezin has no obligation whatsoever. Okay, so that's the rule. Chinuch lo shayach v'av, av adam achel lo shayach v'chinuch. Hilkach nami nisol l'fishel. Good. Okay, now here comes the punchline. Umaisa deloni amalka shiyash v'hi v'shivah b'neva sukkah. What about Teloni amalka? Gentlemen, what is the Tosin Shonim's question here? 
It's the mother, not the father. The mother, not the father. Meaning, Tosheshon takes it as a given that it's the father. When when you say it's only the father, not based in, it means it's Pasha, it's the father, not the mother. Why he holds that, why he holds that way is we'll we'll discuss later on. But he takes it on. If everybody's obligated, then I understand Helonia Malka why she's obligated chinuch. But if you tell me it's not a din, everybody chinuch is only a din. The father, well, she's not a father. She's only a mother, and a mother won't be obligated. You see, watch the movement. For whatever which reason, again, we're not going to discuss now why, but for whatever which reason, the Tosh Hashanah learns that the, if you're going to assume chinuch is a din, the father, it's the father and not the mother. Why he says that, again, we'll discuss in the future, but that's what he holds. So in the Havamina, when who was obligated in, in Chinuch? Everybody. So I have no cash on Halonia Malka. Why? Halonia Malka everybody. And since everybody is Chayim in Chinuch, Halonia Malka is Chayim in Chinuch as well. So the Gemara and Sukkah right. But now that I just told you the Skittish, that no, Bezin is not obligated in Chinuch. The only one who's obligated in Chinuch is the father well, it's a father. Heloni Malka is not a father. Why in the world would the Chachamim, what was Rabbi Huda's Raya? She's obviously obligated in Chinuch, and the Chachamim didn't say anything, so obviously much for the Akash Sukkah. It's not true. She's not obligated in, in, in Chinuch, and maybe they didn't say anything because she's not, no, no Mitzvah Chinuch. Was Good. there a father involved in the life of these kids? Or we don't know Let's that? Let's see. Let's see. We're going to get to there. Shem, so we don't, Tosi Shonim doesn't know. Maybe yes, maybe no. He says, Shem, answer number one. Here's his first answer. The first answer starts over here. Maybe there was a father in the scene, as you're saying. Maybe there was a dad around, and the fact that there was a father in the sukkah, and the Chum didn't say anything to the mother, to the father, because, you know, the father's obligation, why didn't the, the Chum say anything? Obviously, it must be. What about his own obligation? The father himself. Who cares about the kid? He should have said it himself. He should have said the father. And I thought Helena Hamalka was a Gieris. The Misa of Heloni Hamalka, but maybe there's a father there, and that's what that's what Rebuda meant. And did the father listen to the Chachamim or only Helena Hamalka? Well, then, then the for sure. If the telling us that Helena Hamalka was doing it, then either the father didn't listen. Or there was no father involved in this case. She was in Aku. She wasn't in Chutzlart, where they lived. Let's go slow. Again, if there was a father there in the sukkah, then there for sure is a chi of an obligation al tzchinuch. In that case, in that case, Rabbi Huda should have said, the Chachamim should have said something to him, either to him directly or to Eloni Hamalka. They should have said something. Why? Because there was a violation of halacha going on. Right. The father is there. The father's obligated in Chinuch. The Chachami should have said either to the father or to Eloni Malka or something. There's a violation of halacha going on. They should have said something. What do you mean? But also, it wouldn't have been Maisa Behilna Hamalka. It must be Lohan. Maisa Behesh Hamalka, whatever, if we know his name or not. I don't know. But it shouldn't be a Maisa with Hilna Hamalka. It would be a Maisa with her husband. The fact that it's being brought down as a mice with her, there's no husband in this situation. Okay, so let's let's go slow again. Behuda says, let me tell you a story with Halonia Malka. She was sitting in a sukkah. She was sitting in this very, very tall sukkah. And the Chumim came in and out, didn't say anything. Who else was sitting in the sukkah? 
Her kids. Who else? The Chachamim. No, uh, we don't know. Lots of people. We said, is a derech like like later on the Gemara says, is a derech of Malka to sit alone? She has lots of people with her. There were many people there, but the point is, it was a sukkah of Halonia Malka. This That's is my point. If her husband was there, then it wouldn't be her sukkah. It would have been his sukkah. Why? Why? She's the queen. It's the Misa. It's a Misa of. Right. Her- Rebbe, if I come to if I if if I come to Mariner's Way for a Shabbos, and I go and I tell my friend I went to Rebbeton Schaefer for Shabbos, no, I went to Rebbe for Shabbos. Right. Okay, so here let's just look at this. Maisa behaloni hamalka belud. Right, not Maisa. her husband. But she was the queen. She's the main. And he was the king. If she's the queen, no, he's no the king. not true. No, 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 he wasn't a no. king. He was not king. He was she definitely was a Gaisha queen that no converted. Question. There's no question he was not king. That's for sure not. The question was, did he exist? <laughs> but he definitely, the question was, he's still around or not? But he definitely wasn't king. So the mice would have long Her husband was not the Mela? No, absolutely not. For sure not. It was a Gaisha queen that converted. Right. I, I'm aware of that fact. And her husband did not convert. I'm aware of that fact too. Rebbe. So let's proceed. Yeah. Rebbe, I mean, why do you have to go to this case of Chinuch? Why don't you just say then her husband herself, the Rabbana, would have told him, for you it's not kosher. Who cares about the Chinuch? Because he didn't convert. He was, you know, for sure, a, no, if he didn't convert, then it wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be obligated. Shema right. Then he'd have no chiv. Right, they have a Jewish what? father. Maybe Shema Yilam Av. Um, and they should have said something of the Chinuch of the kids. Because the, the father kid, who was a guy who has no mitzvah Chinuch? No, absolutely not. Guys, no mitzvahs whatsoever. Right. So then, so then the answer falls away. No, but he's Jewish. 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 100% Jewish. She, Toshim doesn't know, but Shemayim maybe had a father, a Jewish man, Jewish, right. Jewish and, and therefore there is an obligation of Chinuch. Why didn't they give Tochacha? Why didn't they say there's an obligation of Chinuch? They should have said either to father or to Eloni Amalka, and there's an obligation of Chinuch that's not being fulfilled. So Again, he doesn't know it's a Shema, maybe, because I, I don't know the story, because we don't see an... There's op- never any message of her hu- mention of her husband. Exactly. Maybe you tell me he didn't have a father, which could well be, because we don't, we don't know the story. Still, nevertheless, maybe she was mechanich them for a mitzvah Maybe she was just mechanich them, even though she's not obligated. But she was just trying to do a you know good thing anyway because even though she's not obligated, maybe she wants, she wants them to grow up to be nice Jewish boys. Which was Rebbe, which was what her behood is Raya. She's a nice lady, you know. Uh, the Chacham are, are nice guys. Why don't you know? According to this, you're asking very good. I Meaning, if it's a nice guy stuff, so why don't you ask much earlier? She's an Isha. Why are the nice guys and she's doing mitzvah alma? If there's no obligation of chinuch, so what was the first step? She's also a woman. She's trying to fulfill no obligation, but she's trying to sit there in the sukkah. Why don't the chum tell her? If there's no obligation, the chum didn't have to say anything. Right. Not my question. It's Rebbe's question from earlier tonight. Yeah, well, really, we're cheating because we'll see. It's uh, Vegas, gosh, right? Whoop. Scenes coming attraction. All right, I'll tell you, we're not going to do Rikvega tonight because it's it's getting late and I want to leave some fun. Uh, I don't have him either. What? He wasn't in the notes Rebbe gave. Rebbe left us with the Gilgan Ashats. Yeah, so the Gilgan Ashats. That is Rebbe Kivager. 
Uh, you're right. Thank you. Um, and it's a, uh, this is a very, uh, um, okay, so we're not going to do it tonight, though, actually. So, again, let's just recap what we're up to, what we have, and then we'll, we'll see. So, again, let's just very quickly jump to over here. So, again, we have this machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim. How tall can a sukkah be? Chachamim say 20 amas. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, it could be 40, 50 amas tall. We brought it in Meisvei. There was more of a discussion. And Rabbi Yehuda said, I'll prove to you, Chachamim, I'll prove to you that I'm right. I'll prove to you that a, a sukkah could be, I don't care how tall. It says Rabbi Yehuda, Meisvei Baloni It was a, an event that happened. Hold on, Malkish was in Lud. Haisa Sukkosa, Gavah Meisim Amah. Hasukkah was much taller than 20 amas. Zakanim Nichnasim Yosim Sham Lomrodava as the Kanim came in and out. Right? So what do you see from there? You see that even though the sukkah was very tall, the Khum didn't say anything. So it must be that uh says Ruda must be Ivaraya that a sukkah more than forty amas tall, more than twenty amas tall is kosher. Okay, good. The Gemara said Misham Amrulo, that again that was a Behuda's proof. Amrulo, the Khum said back, Misham Raya. We have, from there, you have a proof. Isha is a in a sukkah. She's a woman, and she's put in a sukkah. And since a, she's a woman, she's put in a sukkah. That's what I didn't say. I mean, hey, of course, a sukkah that's more than 20 hours tall is puzzle. But she's a woman. She's not obligated. So they didn't say anything. To which Rabbi Huda said back, I, she had seven sons, and everything she did, and the Gemara explains what does this mean. It means that she has seven sons. At least one of them has to be age. And everything she did, so that means... Obviously, she had a mitzvah of chinuch. She had an obligation of chinuch to mechanic the children. Why didn't they say to her, Madam, you have an obligation to mechanic your children, and that sukkah is too tall. You're not fulfilling your obligation. From the fact that they didn't say it, must be that you can fulfill your obligation of chinuch with a forty to, with a more than 20 amma tall sukkah. Rabbi Yehuda says, that's the raya. But again, the key over here is we need a chi of chinuch for Rabbi Yehuda to have a raya, because otherwise, how do you know, how, how could he prove that because the Chum didn't say anything? If there's no Chiyav Chinuch, they maybe didn't say anything because no Chiyav. Must be, there's an obligation of Chinuch as the woman, and the Chum didn't say anything to her because it, it's a kosher sukkah. Good. Now, just very quickly, all right, everybody following me, we're all, we're all together? I'm following. Yep. Yeah. Now, Tosh Yishonim basically. We jumped to Tosh Hashanah because Tosh Hashanah brought us to the, to the following Mishnah. And the Mishnah says, Tinokos Eman Anas. So Tinokos, we don't make them fast on Yom Kippur, but we'll mechanech them. Now, again, the simple reading of mechanech means everybody has to mechanech. Based in it. I mean, it's a Mishnah speaking of based in. Mechanech them. The Tosh Hashanah looks at this and says, wait a minute, this is very problematic. You tell me everyone is obligated to teach a, a 10-year-old to start fasting for a few hours, whatever it is. Well, it says Toshishonim, we know the famous rule. The rule is if a cotton's eating the veil is based on Mutsuv and Lafrisho. So how could it be you're obligated to, to teach him to 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 start keeping the mitzvahs of Yom Kippur, but you're not obligated to stop him from eating McDonald's? That make, makes no sense. To answer this question, the Re says that this mission is only speaking by the father. The father has a special din of chinuch, but the father and the father only. So, of course, the father has to do both. He both has to teach his son to fast, you know, begin the inuyim anyam kippur. Of course, the father also has to stop him from the frishim isif. He sees his son eating treif. He has to stop him from eating treif, but that's only the father. Based in has no obligation whatsoever, not on the negatives, not on the positive. 
they don't have any obligation whatsoever. Because of that split that the Tulsa Shurim says, now he has a big problem. I just said, if Chinuch was on everybody, so I understand why the, the Helonia Malka has a mitzvah of Chinuch, just like everybody has a mitzvah of Chinuch. But now that I made that split, that the mitzvah of Chinuch is not on everybody, it's only on the father, how do you understand Helonia Malka? And he has two answers, that either there was a father there, or maybe uh, she did it for mitzvah ba'alma. All right, let's stop here. Shmubi, that last point, Lacharubi, could mean a different understanding that she listens to the Chachamim. Listening to the Chachamim could be that they knew that if there was a father, it, 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 he would have a mitzvah. In the absence of a father, they still want that to happen to the child. So therefore, the fact that she listened to the Chachamim, they would direct her to step stand to be a stand-in. She doesn't technically have a mitzvah but she should, those children should still, be, should still should be as if they did have a father because they don't have a father. So listening to the Chachamim could mean Gufa that the Chachamim would advise her what to do in place of the fact that there was no father. All right, far. Let's. I'm gonna let's circle it for a little bit. Um, Rabbi, doesn't the Gemara say Chiyav Rabbanon? It's Mashma. There was like she was being fulfilling a Chiyav. Uh, uh, what words are you being medayik from? Let's look in the Gemara. The Gemara says. That's what I was hacking about earlier because the way that it depends how you read it, but it says, that's mashma, that she wouldn't follow halachas That sounds like it's it's not just a dover ba'alma, she just wants to be super sweet. Sounds well, like she's shit. What Elnatan is pointing out is exactly how Rabbi Kega reads this Gemara. Rabbi Kega looks at this Gemara and says, Did you read the, the Gemara? Rabbi Tosa Shon, with all due respect, were you paying attention to the Gemara? Do you see the Gemara says, and it says, no, she did listen to the Chachamim? Meaning, it's, I don't want to give away the whole punchline, but that's exactly where Rabbi Kvega gets his dig from. So this statement of the Gemara, Rabbi Kvega says, Tosa Shonim, with all due respect, I don't understand a word you're saying. But that seems a coming attraction. Tuesday night, we'll deal with that. We'll, that's a little bit of what, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, all right. Just the rest of the Mara Makomos up. Uh, and uh, okay, and any questions, please feel free. Is the shmooze coming up too, Rabbi? Is it gonna be shmooze on Tuesday? Yeah, we'll put the shmooze up, uh, also to hopefully tonight. And uh, so for Tuesday night, we'll we'll have everything ready, okay? Thank you, Rabbi. Uh, Thank you very much. Please feel free to use WhatsApp to ask questions and etc. Okay, shkayach.